They no. could. They could save some of those boards. They're straight. I was surprised about yeah, that. Yeah, they were there. A sink in the middle. I mean, mm -hmm. it sunk in the middle, but yeah, they were straight. Yeah. I mean, that actually probably survived really, really well for the brutal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the pedal room about the lady came over and said, Would you like some vegetables? <laughs> okay. Hello. It is Tuesday, October 9th. It's a planning commission meeting for City of Petaluma. Um, oh, here he is. Oh. Full house. Yeah. Yes, there it goes. I was counting line. too, but you're not <laughs> here with us now, <laughs> so that's what my. Oh, sorry. Blame it on the head cold. That's right, you were in the history line. Yeah. No, I'm just going to stay down here since I'll present the item. Okay, sorry, I didn't wait for you guys. Good evening. Okay, so we'll start with the roll call. Abercrombie? Present. Elias? Here. Aries? Present. Johnson? Here. Kearney? Here. Pierre? Here. Wilford? Here. Noriel? Here. And Coswick? Here. Okay, great. Item two, approval of minutes. We have two minutes, one dating back to June 26, 2012. Um, do I have a motion to approve these minutes? So moved. Motion to approve. Okay. Second. Okay, and I'll, uh, um, let's see, I think... This is just for planning commission. Okay, so um, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Abstain. I wasn't a member. Okay, and then um, Gabe, I think, did you abstain as well? I didn't vote yet. Okay. Do you have that, Jen? Okay. Next set of meeting minutes is from um, August 28th. So moved. Oh, second. Okay. Um, all those in favor? Okay. Aye. Opposed? Aye. And abstentions? Um, from Kearney. Okay, um, moving on to item number three. This is public comment for any items that are not on the agenda tonight. Um, I'll open up the public hearing. And seeing as there is no comments, we'll close that hearing. Moving on to correspondence. No correspondence. Planning manager's report. Um, yeah, I have a couple a couple items for you. I think everyone is probably aware by this point that the appeal of the site plan and architectural review and conditional use permit for Deer Creek Village was withdrawn. Um, so that project will move forward with building permits. Um, the other step that they need to do is a um, right-of-way abandonment um, for at council for that sewer line. Um, so those are the next steps with that project. Um, I'm getting a lot of questions about the construction that's going on at the corner of East Washington and Wilson. Um, that was a project, it's about a 7,000 square foot retail commercial center that was approved back in 2008, was extended in 2010 and that's now under construction. So that's what you're seeing happening there. Um, also, I had forwarded to the commission um, something about a training opportunity at Sonoma State in December, the planning commissioners, the annual planning commissioners training. So if you have any questions, let me know. And then also just an update that tomorrow is the first day that the new development impact fees are in effect. Um, the first part of that, other ones will come into effect in November, but we're gearing up for that. A number of the pads out at East Washington Place are kind of been waiting and ready for for that to come into effect to pull those permits. So that's happening. That's all I have. Good comment. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. 
briefly, uh, at the uh, training that Heather mentioned at Sonoma State used to be a um, not mandatory, but it was a fee that was covered by the city, and all the planning commissioners and Spark members went to that. And if anybody has never attended that, it's um, planning commissioners and and uh, design review committee members from all over uh, Central California. Basically, it's really worthwhile. I think the fee has been reduced to seventy-five dollars or something. It is. But, uh, that's I called up about a seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a who's who's in planning, and they talk about really pertinent issues. So, if you haven't been, it's really worth it. Okay. Uh, moving on to planning. Oh, we got. So we had uh, the committee member liaison reports. There's no report for Smart. Are you still doing that? Okay. Tree committee. Nothing to report. PBAC. Um, hi. Uh, Alicia covered a couple of PBAC meetings for me. In the interim, I can report back on the most recent one. So, uh, since we haven't had meetings, I think there were two PBAC meetings since the last time we had one. Um, but we had a nice presentation by Susan Starbird of the Petaluma Waterways, and there's an updated waterways plan. So you can go on, on um, let's see if I have the URL for it on www.petalumawaterways.com and you can get a, a sense of the access points and what they have um, to look forward to in regards to that. Um, we also had a presentation from SMART talking about the station area plan and we were talking about um, pedestrian access at Lakeville and um, and D Street because there's some problems when they put in the new uh, railroad crossing bars, um, we're going to lose a pedestrian walkway. So that was something we talked about. It'll be on the south side, which um, they're going to try to find some kind of implementation and notification to get people to go on the other side and cross there. Um, we also had a presentation about a new project that I imagine we'll be seeing soon called Lynch Creek Plaza. And that is going to be adjacent to Deer Creek. So if you can imagine, it's owned by the Petaluma Health District. And so it's... Um, if you were looking from the hospital, just where Lynch Creek, that corner property where there's offices behind, and it'll be directly adjacent. It'll, the parking lot will hit their parking lot, and it's a it's a mixed use project. They're going to need to ask for some zoning changes, I believe. Right? Yeah, it's in for a general plan amendment, a rezoning, and site plan and architectural review. Mm -hmm. And so it consists of an, a pharmacy and a and medical offices. And so um, we talked a little bit about that. And um, they're also going to be asking for a drive-through, so you can kind of mentally prepare yourself for what that conversation might look like. Um, and so um, that's what I have to report for at this time, unless you can think of something else. No, that pretty much covers it. OK, thank you. OK, any other report back from the PVAC from the meeting? Other? OK, that's it. OK, any other liaisons, council? No? OK. Okay, so we'll go on to item seven, our public hearing. Okay, before you tonight is um, the Shasta Stilt House. It's a request for demolition. Uh, it is located on Shasta. The red outlines the parcel, um, Petaluma Boulevard running um, up and down, and the tracks running up and down as well. Um, it is one of the two um, footprints you can see. The rear of the lot is used by Petaluma Bounty um, for gardens for their um, for their program. So there's another single family house, and then this 
in this house. So the applicant is requesting Historic and Cultural Preservation Committee approval to demolish the house. It was originally located on Petaluma Boulevard. Um, it was constructed in the 1930s and it was moved to this site in 1976 or thereabouts when um, Sambo's restaurant was developed on the boulevard and this was where the um, parking lot was. So it was moved to this location. It has remained uninhabited and on its stilts or blocks since that time. So here's a picture of that existing condition. Another view, you can see that it has fallen into um, considerable disrepair. Um, why it is before you is because we have a demolition policy that was adopted by the council in 2005 and it uses the age of a structure anything 1945 um, and older the demolition policy applies to that and it requires this body to review those applications there is not a there's not a staff review um, or an administrative process and a, and a um, com committee process it's solely at the discretion of the HCPC so in order to approve the demolition the HCPC needs to make two findings one of those findings is that the building is not a significant national state or local historic resource and two that the building does not represent or convey important architectural visual or cultural features that are important to preserving the character of an existing neighborhood the language of the policy is also carried forward in the ICO. Um, the ICO said, if the HCPC finds the house not culturally or historically significant, then a demolition permit may be authorized. If the HCPC does find that the house is culturally or historically significant, then the committee must deny the application and make mandatory findings, the two of which that apply are that the structure appears eligible for listing, and that the demolition of the structure would be detrimental to the aesthetics or economic vitality of the community. So those, those are the, the items, kind of the issues for this committee to be considering in their deliberations tonight. So staff analysis, this is not located in a historic district. It is not designated as a local landmark. It is not designated on the national register or the state register. <coughs> It was originally located on Petaluma Boulevard North, as I had mentioned, so it has been m moved from its original location. Uh, the available history we have, which you have a copy in your packets, which is the article from the Press Democrat, outlines the history going back pretty much since the 1930s when it was constructed, who owned it, some of the uses that were used there. Um, that available history does not identify any association with a person or uh, an event that contributed to the heritage of Petaluma. Um, the substantial disrepair due to lack of use over the last 35 years, um, staff's analysis was that the house does not represent features important to preserving the character of the surrounding neighborhood. Um, under CEQA, there is a categorical exemption for demolition of a single-family home. So that is what we looked at it under CEQA. It was noticed in the Argus. It was sent to all property <coughs> owners and occupants. We have not had any comments or inquiries since that was done. 
So staff is recommending that the committee adopt a resolution finding, making a finding of no significance and authorizing the demolition of the Shasta Avenue Stilt House located at 55 Shasta Avenue. And I am available for questions. Okay, other questions? Commissioner Wolpert. Heather, this may be a building department question, but from the information in the packet, it sounded like this had a building permit at one time when they were building the area underneath that house as a new first floor. And they stopped because the expense of connecting the utilities was exorbitant, I think is what it said. I'm just curious if there was, if there was a permit taken out for this originally, what? Back in 1976 when it was yeah, moved? Right. That I couldn't find any records. Oh, no record at yeah. all. Because one of the things I was looking for in trying to piece together the history was, was it moved to, was it a condition of some approval right. that it be moved to this location? And we couldn't find any record. Okay. So it was just being converted without a permit into a two-story office. Or they couldn't find it. I, I don't. So there's no record, or yeah, I don't know that. I mean, you could ask the owners, but I don't believe anything has happened. I don't think there was any intention of it being converted that I'm aware of. The packet actually says that it that was the intention, but perhaps there was no work done besides oh, putting it on still from, from the applicants. The applicant letter. Is that what oh, you're right, talking yeah. about? Yes. Yeah. So they might yeah. be able to refer to that okay. better than well, it was better than I can. But I didn't find any any record in the building department and I went through that with both on the planning side of things to see if we could find a permit for that Sambo's restaurant right. any condition with that or anything and was not able to find anything on it okay but so my, they might be able to answer that in my question was more to do with with how this could be abandoned in this condition for so long but if it was never on on track to be uh, completed or never had a permit, it, it's I can understand. Meaning an open building permit and right. just sitting there, right. yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, Commissioner Abercrombie? Um, when I was, it was at some point in the packet it mentioned that there was another building too and I was wondering is the house next to it because I saw the two buildings, is that slated for demolition too or just this one? I believe okay. just this one. That looked a little more salvageable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was trying to get a sense of why it was moved in the first place and kind of I looked around to try to we'd been to the bounty farm before and everything I do see the concerns about safety um, I was wondering maybe this is a question for the applicant if you were interested at all in salvaging any type of materials from the building and the demolition if somebody like heritage salvage or somebody could use materials I was just wondering if that was something that was being considered in this process I think it's part of our condition yeah, we did add that as a condition okay. Okay. that's one of the things that um, in the ICO when it talks about demolition it does have a provision that should the committee okay authorize demolition that it should be salvaged, salvaged to the extent possible sorry for being a spacey person so that <laughs> that is a condition in the draft resolution that's before okay. the committee thank you any other questions okay. commissioner johnson since we couldn't get close to it due to fences i did hear the birds cooing underneath but um the it's hard to judge that wouldn't it be, from our standpoint? Whether or not it's salvageable? How much is salvageable? I mean, you look at the board. Correct. 
and Commissioner Wolpert explained to me they look straight, which is highly unusual for that long of ignoring it. And I did read that there is a sag in the floor, but I couldn't judge if any of those boards are not just from the pictures and from the walk around, if any of those boards are resolvable. I know it's not our dictation, not up to us if they are or not. Well, I think. Well, the way I believe the condition is um, worded is to the extent feasible or possible, and really we'd need to um, defer that to somebody taking a look at it that, that knows something about that. I actually was just speaking to the applicants about heritage salvage and having somebody like that go out and look at it and determine what, if anything, can be salvaged. That, that was going to be my okay. question, too. I just wanted to see who what, what that looked like in terms of did, did we run an ad in the Argus Courier or something for people to come and look, but it sounds like. Yeah, generally I think what we'd be looking for when the building permit for demolition came in is some, some sort of affidavit or verification from the applicant that they did, that they did do what they could to make that effort. Great. Commissioner Rice? So could you tell us uh, who outreach has been made to regarding the feasibility of uh, salvage material in that building? At this time, mm -hmm. nobody to my knowledge, although I believe the applicants have spoken with Heritage Salvage in the past. Um, so it would be something that should the demolition be approved, we would ask them before it's actually demolished to have we, somebody take so a look the, at it. I didn't see anything in the packet that would indicate there is nothing salvageable in there. No, we, d we don't know that. So that's why We don't why know the that. And we couldn't determine that because, as, as Commissioner Johnson said, we can't see the building. We can't get to the building to make a determination. So All we right. don't really have enough information here for that, well, that's to make that determination of feasibility. Right. It would be the, the way the condition was worded was that to the extent practicable and feasible during the, as they go into the demolition phase, that they have somebody come out and salvage what can be salvaged. But yes, I don't, I don't have anything that says 25% of the siting is worthy of salvaging or the windows under the boards are, are worthy of salvaging. I don't, I don't have that. Okay. The, um, the other point I want to make is um, in, the, in the staff report on page 3, second paragraph on the top, says, based on available local history, the building does not appear to be associated with anyone of particular notoriety to peddle in the local history, nor does the building appear to be or have been architecturally significant. Um, the first part of that sentence regarding local history and uh, notoriety, anybody who occupied it, um, the article that was written by Catherine Reinhardt seems to indicate that there were people who did occupy this and own this property in Petaluma history, during, during Petaluma's history, and they did contribute with their businesses to the overall fabric of Petaluma, where Petaluma is now. So how is it, how do you reconcile that statement in your staff report with the people who actually did occupy that building? Um, Catherine Reinhardt is a, a well-known historian in Petaluma, knows a lot about Petaluma mm -hmm. history. There was no connections made to um, being somebody, I mean, an extreme part of that might be the mayor of Petaluma from 1945 to 
1949. There was none of those kind of um, connections made to the people that she brought up. I'm not saying that every every resident of Petaluma doesn't make a contribution to Petaluma, but none of the people that were listed were that connection was made. So do we have do we have a criteria for determining what people are, have have notoriety? So there are and some those who do not. No, there are some um, criteria that's used, like for the California National Register, um, mm. and then we defer to a historian for that. And so, so Ms. Reinhardt felt that these people weren't did not have any notoriety, even. Um, I would it was using the available information on this property we did not require the applicant to commission a separate report at this time okay Thank it you. should the committee feel like they need that information to move forward that could be a requirement of the applicant Thank you. Madam Chair, yep. if I may also offer that in the zoning ordinance section 15060A2 it um, lists some of the criteria in review of applications for demolition permits and number two is associated with the lives of persons important to local California or national history which is a slightly different standard than part of the fabric of Petaluma which of course includes all Petaluma citizens. Well the way the staff, the way the staff report is written it indicates notoriety to Petaluma local history. So local history is, is a general uh, term that's being used in the context of the ICO, I think, and it would include Petaluma, correct? Uh, Madam Chair, yes, it would. Um, I, I'm not trying to quibble about important versus notoriety. I'm just pointing out that the zoning right. ordinance does, in fact, have a standard. Right. Thank you, Commissioner Kozwick, or Committee Member Kozwick. <laughs> One of the things that I would like not to see happen is a repeat of the uh, Gilardi Furniture Building uh, where the guy went to salvage the stuff and pulled the floor out before he pulled the roof out and then the, the building collapsed and this one has no shear on the bottom first floor and uh, like Bill said is strong I'm surprised it made it through the Loma Prieta but uh, you know, we get another 100 mile an hour wind and it'll just fall over. And I have uh, taken apart a number of buildings uh, and I would not want to venture up on that roof the way it is at all. And so I think it would be really uh, unfair to saddle the uh, applicant with trying to salvage something because the wood that you could salvage or the windows or the doors or whatever, uh, I think Cal OSHA would just, you know, fine whoever wanted to do that thousands of dollars for the, for the lack of safety that that building probably uh, has. You know, it would have to be shored up to be able to be taken apart. And I just think that that's unfair to saddle the applicant with something like that. Madam Chair. Yes. So I, I would share the sentiments of the committee member. Um, and I think that's why it, when it says practicable or feasible, 
it's that we do our best. We can't mandate that you know 25% or you know, as Ms. Hines said, be salvaged. It's that the property owner just does what they can to do to salvage as much as they can. And so, given the safety concerns of this property and uh, a lot of the, um, uh, we have a lot of a, a home, uh, quite a significant homeless uh, problem along the tracks there. I have concerns about people going into that property and ha being underneath it or around it because it's not safe. And so um, I feel comfortable <laughs> making the motion that we approve the permit that's before us tonight. Are you making a motion? That was me making a motion, okay. yes. Madam Chair, if I may, did you ask for public comment on this item? I understand that there aren't people in the audience. But okay. I can make a motion, though. Uh, okay, so we'll table that until we have public comment. So um, we'll open up for public comment if applicant would like to comment. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we hold it? And we'll have the applicant speak, and then we'll come back for discussion if mm -hmm. that's okay. Okay. Sorry. Hi, I'm Tim Kelgren. I'm uh, speaking on behalf of the applicants and also uh, Petaluma Bounty. I'm on the board of uh, Petaluma Bounty, who is leasing. Uh, uh, very generously having the property leased by the by the family uh, for our uh, Petaluma Bounty community farm there. Um, in, in response to a couple of your concerns, uh, one that's about the salvage, when we when the applic applicants had first come to the city to talk about getting a demolition permit, it appeared that it was going to be a simple matter. And so they contacted uh, uh, we talked both with Sal uh, Heritage Salvage and they talked with Dustin Davis uh, demolition uh, company from Santa Rosa and the um, at that time uh, Heritage Salvage didn't seem particularly interested in the building and there may have been some of those difficulties that you're talking about but uh, the salvage company was and in fact uh, Indicated that there would be a discount if they were if they were allowed to salvage as much of the material as possible. So if uh, the applicant goes with that company, they have a vested interest in salvaging as much as possible. Uh, it's in their economic interest in doing that, and I think that's a that's a good incentive to make sure that it's done uh, to the full fullest extent possible. Um, also, uh, in relation to the 100 mile an hour wind, we're concerned about that as well. And uh, I understand there's a 14 day waiting period uh, before the permit could be issued. But as soon as, as soon after that as possible, uh, we want the building to come down for safety reasons. And also, <coughs> as we um, continue planning for uh, the use of that for Petaluma Body Farm. So we're, I think we're all on the same page there to get that building down. and out of there as soon as possible. Um, are there any other questions? Yeah, Commissioner Jensen. Yeah, I have a question for you, and I want to thank you for what you just said. Because as I walked around, I thought once you demolish that, the property's a little more valuable. Does Petal and Bounty have any risk for keeping that beautiful spot to grow? As I was walking around it, the lady came up to me and tried to sell me something. <laughs> more than willing, but uh, I love Petal and Bounty, so I'm glad. Thank you for taking care of them. Yes, thank you. Uh, if there are no other questions, uh, thank you to Heather. Yeah, there are actually, Commissioner. Could you, could you clarify again what the salvage company in Santa Rosa um, offered? I think you said something about a discount, or it's economically advantageous. How? What? What's the? What are the mechanics of that? Come. Um. <laughs> 
Please, you, you need to, to come to the microphone if you don't mind and introduce yourself. Thank you. To be very honest, I haven't read the uh, contract in a long time because we went through this process and I said, oh my goodness, I did not know it would take this long to uh, come to uh, uh, fruition. And um, But part of our negotiation with uh, Davis Dem Demolition Company from Santa Rosa was the fact that he would be able to, if whatever he could salvage, he would do so. And with that, he made the um, demolition fees a little bit less. So we could basically afford to have the uh, building brought down. So he will save what he can, and the rest I don't know what he'll do with. I'll be very honest with you. So, so there would still be a cost to you, the applicant, to, to have the salvage company come in and do that work. It's, it's not like you can come and salvage it and have the material. He he has, from what I understand, speaking with him, and this has been several months ago, he has a company, his company is in two, two divisions. One is de demolition, and the other is uh, where he does salvage certain, um, or salvage what he can out of buildings. Mm -hmm. So and I'm sure what he does is, I don't know if he sells it, or I don't know what he does with it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but uh, our fees went down considerably because of the, uh, the fact that he was would uh, would take some for for salvage. Can you tell Can you tell us if there's been any effort to try and just sell the building for a dollar to somebody who can? Who I offered it to the city. And they said no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the city wasn't interested. No. No. But, but um, um, I, yeah, no. And they'd have to. Uh, no, I haven't gone that far. Okay. No. No. We 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 didn't think about that. Um, and then they would have well, I've heard, of, I've heard of that happening in the past. I don't yes. know how feasible it is. Now. I know it's happened in the past in the city. I know. Um, but we um, didn't, I didn't think that far ahead only because of the fact I didn't know that we'd have to go through all this, which took what, several months to come to fruition. And um, uh, if you sold it for a dollar, I don't know if we'd be able to have it taken away uh, as soon as possible, as soon as we can. Yeah. I don't know. That's Are you right. looking to buy? Yeah. Pardon me? Uh, no, I was just wondering. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't have a place to put it. But the only other question I have is, um, Falling apart. when's the last time we had a 100-mile-an-hour wind in Petaluma? Years ago? <laughs> when, uh, let's see, I think it was probably about 85, and it blew over the trees in my backyard, in my neighbor's yard. Well, I think I think you're about right on that one. I remember Thanks. that. Uh Thank you. Okay, are there any other questions for the applicant? And, and if we were to offer it for a dollar, I think someone would want change. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty bad shape. So I'm going to, um, just for to be extra clear, I'm going to consider this applicant um, on up here and do a, just a quick open and close of a public hearing. It just, it's a little bit wishy-washy, or do you think we're okay? Just you did. Did you open the public? hearing? I kind of did, but yeah. You, you open the public hearing, and if you asked for public comment, yeah. Yes, Seeing okay. none. Okay. All right. We we'll close so the public. We'll close hearing. the public comment, and then if there's still questions for the applicant or the representative, then we can go ahead and ask them. So, is there um, any other questions, or ready for discussion? Okay. Thank you. So. Um, I would just like to say thank you to Heather for her work on this and um, for expediting it, and to all of you for considering this as well. Thank you. Committee member Noriel. 
Thank you. I just want to mention that uh, the architecture actually is quite significant to Petaluma, but certainly this is no architectural jewel. Um, I wanted to mention that this particular version of this house, if you really wanted to see what it looked like, and there are a lot around Petaluma, on 5th and I Street, there's an absolute perfect example of this, but uh, this one certainly needs to go, in my opinion. It's a safety hazard. The little green and yellow one? Oh, okay. I recognize the roof. Okay. Okay. Any other comments or questions or discussion? Okay. Councilmember Kearney, do you want to put your motion back I'll out? I'll make the motion again. Okay. And, um, all right. And so your motion just um, conditions as currently written. Okay. Any um, discussion needed? Okay. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Um, abstentions? Okay. There you go. Unanimous vote in favor of this um, recommendation and resolution. Yep. Okay. Sure. Good luck. Next item is eight to adjourn. Can I have a motion for that? So moved. Okay. All in favor? Uh, Great. <laughs> you may have. You may. Have, you may have missed them. Well, the last one was. Was Deer Creek? Well, Did I miss it? You never know. You said usually you're wrong. You said usually it runs later. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I changed it to eight. Yeah, I yelled at all. I yelled at everybody. Items for the next.